ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. We're ready to go. Another edition of The Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of the program anytime we open up the text line for you at 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. Our phone line this hour also brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw Hard Seltzer. It is made pure. The Cincinnati Bengals still enjoying the glow of being the AFC North champions, making some roster moves today. And Baker Mayfield also undergoing shoulder surgery. He's going to be out for the season finale against those same Bengals. So he gets the gets the hook. He is pulled out. Not going to play in the finale. He is getting surgery on his left shoulder. So his season is over. That's a good move. The game is meaningless for the Browns. You, know, you don't need to go out there and risk your quarterback. And the Cincinnati Bengals have that decision to contend with as well. Coming up today, the Bengals make some roster moves, play safety Von Bell, linebacker Akeem Davis-Gaither, which was already on the injured reserve list, defensive end Trey Hendrickson, and center Trey Hopkins. Also guard Quentin Spain, all on the NFL COVID-19 list. So they're going to be out at this point. I would make some serious evaluations as far as how strong I was health-wise. Do you need this game against the Browns? I mean, can you go out there with your reserves, play a good game, get some other players, some reps at the same time, rest your starters, get ready for the playoffs? Now, if Kansas City loses, then you've got a shot at the number one seed. Then you got to think about this. But the Bengals will know that sooner than later. A few things have got to happen. So do you risk it? Do you risk it going after the number one seed? After all, these are the Browns. This is a rivalry game. The rivalry just doesn't get turned off because the Browns are going to maybe pack it in on a few players. The season's pretty much over for them. That doesn't really turn this off. So what's going to happen here, we're going to find out, obviously. That's coming up. We'll have that game for you. It's coming up on Sunday. You can listen to it right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm looking forward to it. Bengals, Browns, I really don't care about the outcome. I want the Bengals to win, obviously, but I really don't care about the outcome because you got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, that adage, bigger fish to fry, you you have playoffs to get ready for. And the goal here is to advance in the playoffs. That's something the Bengals haven't done in a very long time. In a very long time. Some of you probably listening have never seen it in your lifetime. I was fortunate enough to see it when I was a much younger Paul Swan. Now, I've been sitting here waiting for a long time to see the Bengals win in the playoffs. I probably know people that were not even born the last time. Seriously. Was it 91? I believe it was 91, if I've got my math right. I can't believe it's been that long. But yes, I can believe it's been that long. So I'm excited the Bengals have a shot, a legitimate shot of winning a playoff game and then getting to the next level, the next level. The Bengals can lose to any team. I mean, they've lost to the Jets. They they lost to the Browns. They can lose to any team. 
they've also proven they can beat any team. So whichever team we get on Sunday, I'm not worried about. It's the team we see in the playoffs. That's the team I wanted to see the very best. So far, Cincinnati has uh, played to the level of its competition and has definitely been a sight. It's been a fun season. I didn't think it was going to go this way for a while. I didn't think it was going to go this way. Then it started building. And it started slowly but surely turning into, oh, this is good. They might make the playoffs here. Oh, they might win the division. And that's how it's been for the last few weeks. It's been fun. I've been glad to, to see most of the games. And, of course, if you haven't had a chance to watch those games, we've had you covered all season long. And we'll continue to have you covered right here again on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, we'll talk more Bengals throughout the week. We're going to start turning our attention to Marshall basketball coming up, the men in action this week, as well as the women I haven't had a chance to really catch up with Tony Kemper in a couple of weeks. Schedule's just not allowed me to be a part of a couple of his press conferences. However, he has agreed to come on the program. And this was after I almost unfriended him on Sunday. I'm not going to get into too many details, but I almost ended my friendship with the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team because I get this text from him Sunday morning, and I'm not going to give you the content of the text. That's It's going to stay between us. But all I can tell you is that he is a Chiefs fan, and he wanted to let me know about it. He felt a little confident, had a little swagger to him, just a little bit. And so that almost cost us a friendship here because I didn't know what I was going to say. Thankfully, the Bengals did my talking for me, and um, you know he was gracious in the loss. We're going to bring that up. We'll point that out to him, that, you know, that he was uh, wrong, and he was a gracious loser. And I wish him nothing but success, except when the Bengals play his team again. I think we can all agree to that. So Coach Kemper is going to come up here in the next few minutes. We're going to talk to him, get an idea of what we can expect. The Thundering Herd going to be in action Saturday at Florida Atlantic. They had a COVID issue. They had to postpone games against Charlotte and Old Dominion. So I'm going to talk to him about where they're at, what the status is. Is there any chance of maybe a postponement for the Marshall game? So we'll talk about that. Savannah Wheeler having an outstanding run so far. She only needs 47 points to hit 1,000 for her career. And right now she is leading Conference USA. Overall, all games played, she is averaging 20.6 points a contest. In conference games only, 23 points a contest. Small sample size, but still. 23 points a contest average in conference play. Your first couple of games out, it's pretty good. So we'll talk to Coach about all of this. We'll get some of your texts in. I want to do that as well. Don't forget, you can text at any time, 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. Get your thoughts in. Talk a little Bengals with me if you like. We'll do that. We've got Herd to talk about. I haven't forgot about the events of yesterday. Of course, you're looking for a quarterback now. What's the quarterback situation going to be? That's going to be one of those long-term conversations. You can't fix that today. Unless we get something that a player has signed with Marshall out of the transfer portal, we get something today. I think we're going to just have to wait and see how that situation is handled. Do you just find your starter in spring Summer, leading up to fall, do you find your starter and stick with that starter? What do you do? 
so many options. That's the thing. Marshall's got options. I don't think this is the end of the world type situation. And the transfer portal allows student athletes to find situations that improve for them what they think is best. And that's the point of it. Transfer portal allows student athletes to move to a situation that it's a risk, it's still a gamble, but move to a situation that is beneficial to that student athlete. And of course, it's beneficial for the school that signs that student athlete from the portal. Usually it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Again, that's the risk, that's the gamble you have to take when you sign someone from the transfer portal and when you enter the transfer portal. It's not a guarantee. Just because you're in the portal doesn't mean you're going somewhere. So, you know, this young man's taking a risk, a chance on possibly, and I've even seen rumors right now, maybe Virginia Tech. I've seen a couple of things until it happens. It is just rumors, but that's going to be our conversation. Where does he go? Does he go to a bigger school? Does he land a a pretty sweet spot in a bigger school? Or does he go to a smaller school? Does he find a home? And what does Marshall do in the meanwhile? All of that's going to be fun to follow these next few weeks and maybe months. We'll finally get everything situated with Marshall, I think, here over the next few months with uh, naming of a new athletic director. Maybe it's going to be Jeff O'Malley. Maybe it's going to be someone different. All of that's I think, going to impact the next, well, let's put it this way, the short-term and long-term, we've got a lot to talk about. But I want to talk to Tony Kemper when we continue, so we're going to dial him up, get him on the program, talk about the Marshall women. We'll get your phone calls in. The White Claw phone line at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Also, the text line, 304-523-2275. Tony Kemper, head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, joins me when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Want to welcome to the program now, and let me qualify this. Um, still, my friend, head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, Tony Kemper, who, um, again, I'm not going to reveal the contents of his conversation with me on Sunday. All I know is I, oh, hey, look, I've got a text from Tony Kemper on a Sunday. Hey, I wonder what's going on with coach. And then uh, here it is um, the, uh, the trash talk began from the Chiefs fan, Tony Kemper, who is. Uh, you're off to Cincinnati right now. You're doing some recruiting. And you're off to pick me up hey, some AFC North gear. I right? wasn't trash talking. This. I didn't trash talk at all. I just simply said, "This is like a, you know, this is like a non, what is the champ, full championship SEC game. If we lose, meaning we being the Chiefs, we weren't trying that hard. That's all I said. You know, if we win, eh, we knew we were going to. Okay, so you were making but excuses. You were making excuses ahead of time. I, okay, I. I completely misread that. I apologize. Well, we didn't win. No. Your your guys got it done. Congrats on the playoffs. That's a big deal. Baby steps for me. Baby steps. Yep. We were already there. We've been hanging out there for a while. So, 
Welcome to the party. I appreciate it. And again, you're uh, you're off to Cincinnati, I believe. So you're 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 going making a special trip to pick me up some AFC North champion gear. I I appreciate that. That's that's dev- definitely friendship right there. I mean, would Ari Agnes do that? I don't think so. I I I will see what I can find, <laughs> and I don't even know. You know, I'm not sure if she understands your love of the Bengals. I don't know. Okay, well, she can't. She how could she? <laughs> How how could she? I mean, you're feeling good right now, though. Uh, I think you've got a lot of reasons to feel good, not only for your Chiefs, who will uh, definitely make you happy. They they are going to be uh, either the one or two seed. You know, if, uh, yep. if so, that's that's good for you. You don't have to worry about that for a while because you've got basketball to contend with here uh, on the road in action, taking on FAU. Before we talk about that game, though. This is a team that hasn't played since the 20th of last year, and they had to postpone their first couple of conference games because of COVID-19 issues. You know, are we at a point where it's pretty confident that this game is going to happen? Or are they at a point where you know, everything, they're getting past that issue and, and you're pretty sure that you're going to have a game on Saturday? Well, it feels like it from our end, you know, and uh, I, I'm not sure – you know, these, these things, have, all of our cancellations have happened kind of at the end, but you do feel like if they were still going to be knocked out or – I'm not even sure. I feel like we're getting so much information on, you know, the series is out. I can't remember if it was them or the other team that actually called it off last week. So, um, you know, I, all all indications right now are that, that we're headed to, headed to Boca for the Saturday game. And I think our team's excited about it. Okay, so everything's good there. Now, we're, we're talking about a team that hasn't seen the court in a competitive game since the 20th. How much of a dynamic does that uh, change? How much does that dynamic change for you as far as getting ready for them? What do you expect? They've been you know, preparing to play someone – they're well rested. They should be anyway. You know what's the difficulty there? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you, I think the lack of really knowing what to expect is probably the biggest difficulty. Um, you know, they, they had played ten games up to this one, so I think that you can uh, you can make a pretty educated guess about what it's going to look like on offense and defense um, to a probably fairly accurate degree. Um, I'm sure there'll be wrinkles that that we don't we don't know yet, but um, you know I, I think that uh, I think that's the hardest part. Is just it's been three weeks since they played, so um, you know they were at home when they played last. Uh, I think they they hosted a tournament. I think they lost uh, to a good Richmond team, then lost a really close game to Alabama A&M, and uh, you know they they were at the time without a couple of their they're better scorers, so um, you know there there is quite a bit up in the air, and um, yet I think I, I hope what we're learning as a team and program is that um, you know I, I think that we can play well if we focus on us, and we're we're going to attempt to get them out of stuff that they like to do, and that'll be vice versa. But um, you know we we had two good teams in here this weekend, and and played pretty well on both ends of the floor. 
and, uh, you know, came away with two wins. So I think our focus needs to be more on our mentality going into the game, and I think we're in a good place to do that. Let's talk about that last game, Southern Miss, a convincing victory. I mean, both victories were convincing. And that Southern Miss matchup, Savannah Wheeler had 30 points. You can't talk enough about her. She's now 47 points away from 1,000 career points. Also, she leads Conference USA with 20.6 points per contest. And if you just look at conference games only, she is averaging 23 points a contest. So she's really been solid for you. And you have to talk about Kennedy Colclaw as well. Those are your two you know, top scorers right now. But I don't think the points per contest number may be really the true indicator of what we've seen from your team these last few games. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, we, we played really well on the defensive end in this, this weekend and held a, a good, you know, both the teams at the start of this weekend were 8-3. and three. And so if you're 8-3, and three, you've beat some good teams. And, um, you know, Louisiana Tech, we held Louisiana Tech to 44 points. And anytime you do that, um, you know, first of all, you're going to give yourself a, a great chance to win the game. And second of all, you're doing quite a few things right on the defensive end. And so we, we followed that performance up with, with uh, holding Southern Miss 55. And, you know, so that's where it started. And then I think you – talking about some of our players and um i do think that this group has the ability to continue to develop into what what should be the best offensive team that i've coached here or close to it if not um and i think we started to see that Aliyah dunham this weekend started to knock down some shots and i thought she would eventually brief Furby, i think was double figures both games and um when you've got a player like savannah wheeler doing what she's doing and then you can start to put you know, three or four other players in double figures at the same time, then you're starting to have the makings of, um, you know, a basketball team that can really grow into them. Do you think it it started to turn around? You got the victory against uh, Alderson Broadus, and I thought that that was a good start after the losing streak. Did it really get turned around for you at Oakland? A convincing win there, 79-58. You, you go on the road. You have to make a, a long trip to play that game. Is that where it maybe started to pick up for you in this win streak, or you know, was it something before the A-B game? Yeah, I think that the Las Vegas trip was really good for us. Um, you know, we, we've got a group that gets along well, and so we really went out there for – that was the longest trip to play one game probably in the history of Marshall Athletics, you know. Um, but we went out there to play two, and ultimately um, the Akron game got got canceled, and we couldn't pick up another game while we were out there within the tournament, and so we ended up just playing Oakland. And um, you know, I, I just think we got it. We got a chance to get away from school and classes. And um, one of the things that goes in on our in, on in our program is we've got a lot of girls that are in really challenging majors, and so when it comes down to the end of the semester. Um, you know, there's a lot of stress on them in multiple areas. And I think, I think in a way, from my perspective, maybe you could see all of that stuff kind of let up about the same time, you know, and we ended up in Las Vegas. We went to, went to a show that was great. Uh, the team really enjoyed it. Uh, we got to experience something we'd never really done. And then, um, 
you know, we knew before we played Oakland that was going to be our one game. And um, I think we played that game like we understood. We came out here to get something done, and um, and we've really picked up since then. I think I think we were we were kind of searching for confidence, and I think we found it against Oakland, and um, we've certainly carried it over um, in in the last two games too. So next season, yeah. back to Vegas. Is that going to be the first push for the um, for the schedule? Back to Vegas. Well, I might have talked to Mr. O'Malley about you know the next trip already. We'll, we'll see what happens. Okay, fair enough. Tony Kemper, my guest, the head coach <laughs> of the Marshall women's basketball team, the Thundering Herd, uh, making the trip to. Uh, hopefully, it's going to be nice and and warm for you taking on FAU. Uh, no matter the case, I'm sure it's going to be uh, hot in the cage uh, for this one. Looking ahead, though, you're going to be on the road for a little bit before you get back home to the Henderson Center for a game. You know What's the travel challenges here? Because this isn't your normal Thursday-Saturday stretch. You're going to be on the road for the Saturday game, come back home, then you got to do the road trip again. You know, it's I know it's three games, but still a slight challenge there for you, or is business as usual? Yeah, I mean, it's the, the, the short answer is it's got to be business as usual. You know, we we play in a league and we have for a long time that we understand is it's not easy to travel in. So you've got to go into your year understanding that you've got to find a way to play good on those days. Um, you don't have a choice, you know. And so I think it starts from that. But but you're right. The you know the typical re- rhythm of a conference USA season is home away, home away. When we made the move to division. It leaves a little bit on just slightly unbalanced, and this is one of those weekends. So um, we only have one one game this week, and I think if you had a perfect world, you would put this somewhere in the middle so you could get off of them a little bit um, instead of at the beginning. But it comes when it comes, and um, you know I know three straight road games in any league is a challenge. So you know you got to take them one game at a time. Um, you know, and we need we need three good efforts, and hopefully you come away with with some success. I know it's still early, but how do you feel so far about division play? Um, I, I think it's probably overall good. Um, I think it, it is, uh, you know, when you have 14 teams in your league in basketball, I mean, that's just a lot of that. You can get really bogged down in the middle, so to speak. And so I think that, it is early, you're right, so we haven't really had a chance to play in it long enough to um, maybe be in division, trying to win a division and different things like that. But I, I think it opens up more more opportunities to have the games mean more, and so I, I think it's good. Um, you know, I think, interestingly enough, we're going to a, a league when we go to the Sun Belt that has 14 as well. So, um, you know, how it ends up and – you know, if we do the same type of thing there, I think that that part will be interesting to me too. Since you mentioned the Sun Belt, I'll ask how much more homework do you do now? Because you still have to get ready for Conference USA action on a weekly basis. You still have to be present in the moment, but you can't just go into the Sun Belt unprepared. So we don't know if it's going to be next season. The following season that stuff is above our pay grade however you got to be ready so is there more homework for you you know how are you handling that well i think you know we're 
we're worried about the one right in front of our nose right now, and and that's FAU. Um, you know, I certainly when, when you go in and you know, like for example, Louisiana Tech had played Louisiana um, maybe one or two games before us, and so when you're looking down there trying to figure out what games you want to watch, you know, those those pique my interest a little bit more now. Um, so. You know, that was one of the games that, that I watched for sure leading into Louisiana Tech is let me see Louisiana Tech. And you also get a feel for for what, you know, some of those Sunbelt teams are. Um, Southern Miss played Georgia State, you know, some things like that. So, uh, uh, not Troy, I'm sorry, South Alabama. Southern Miss have played South Alabama and Georgia State. So, um, you know, and we're obviously headed into the league with Southern Miss. So, um, there's going to be – there's going to be more familiarity than than maybe what meets the eye. I think going into it, um, but I, I do. I can tell you from a program perspective, we'll we'll kind of put the bow on Conference USA when that time comes, and we'll probably work ahead in the off season more on scouts once we know exactly when we're going to be in there, what the schedule looks like, different things like that. Tony Kemper, my guest. So really, it it doesn't matter when you get in. It's just the work is going to be the same. You're just putting different names to the opponents. Because I guess to be fair, you might have a familiarity with all your Conference USA um, peers now, but they change so much on a yearly basis as well. So you're really rebuilding what you know on a yearly basis depending on the situation anyway. No question. You know, this FAU game is a perfect example. We did not play them last. The last time we played them, they they had a completely different coach and many different players. So um, last year, actually, FAU was a team that we basically had completed the scout on when the when the plug got pulled on the game. So we actually had looked ahead and we had done all the prep work to play the game and then weren't able to play it. And so I, I do kind of remember them from last year, but we didn't play. Um, you know, we didn't actually tip it up and play it last year. So it, it is – that's the way basketball is. And I don't think uh, – you know, I don't know that we work a lot ahead until there's so many non-conference games and so, so much water under the bridge, really, um, between the start of the year and, the you know, the, the start of the new year in basketball terms that, um, you know, we'll definitely do our homework to figure out who are the really good players in the league, what, what are the styles? Are we do we have more people that press the zone, the different things like that? Just so uh, just so you know, and I'll miss that about Conference USA. I've got a lot of experience in this league, um, so you certainly do develop a feel for. We have we have great coaches in our league, but I'm I'm sure I have tendencies too, and you know, so those are gonna I'm gonna be relearning a whole new group of those. Tony Kemper is my guest, head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team. All right, I got to ask. Looking at your Twitter earlier today, you're um, you're getting a, a shot, and it's Lorelai Roper executing the shot in your arm here. Uh, what's the story about that? Um, you know, is she practicing for her career finally, and you volunteered? You know, what's uh, what's the story here? Well, I mean, as you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. And we're being encouraged to take our booster shots. So I have to go in search of a booster shot. And uh, now Lorelai's a nursing student at Marshall. She's uh, pretty far along in her training. 
Um, she's actually she actually works on the side as a nurse a lot um, already, and uh, she was working the vaccine clinic today. So uh, it was kind of our first opportunity, I think, to go, and uh, so we went over and got it done. It's it's actually a really neat. I mean, that's that's a really neat opportunity. Um, we we are growing out of our program in university. A lot of people who are going to be leaders and really good in their fields. Lorelai Roper is going to be great as a nurse. And so it was cool to do it with her. And, um, you know, I don't like needles, so she was she was quick and painless for me, which I appreciate. Oh, come on. They're, they're, really? Not in the needle? Not a needle guy? Not really? <laughs> I'm not as tough as I look, Paul. Not as tough as I look. Uh, that, see, that... That just surprises me there. That genuinely surprised me because I, I think of you as a pretty tough guy. You have to be, to be a basketball coach, you have to be a tough person to begin with. I mean, because you can't let them roll over you. You know that. Yeah, I just, I, I just, you know, I got a lot of wrinkles and creases and stuff, but um, I'm just not, I'm not a huge fan of doctor's needles, you know, anything along those lines. I, I'm fine with it, but I just want it over as fast as I can get it over. And she was great. Tony Kemper is my guest, the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team. So on the road, taking on FAU, then back home for a, a, hopefully a quick change and a luggage change for a couple of days, get everything in order, then back on the road again. Hopefully uh, we're talking here next week about uh, Savannah being, what, a few points away from uh, 1,000 now. I mean, 47, that's doable. That's doable within two games. Knowing her, maybe one if she really goes off, but that's two games right there. Uh, she's pretty special, you know, and she's playing extremely well. And that's, you know, her line the other day, you're, you're right, she can get it in a hurry. She had 30, I mean, she's a 5'6", five, 5'5". Five, five. She had 30 points, nine rebounds, and five assists. And that's a heck of a day for anybody. So I'm glad she's wearing our colors, and I'm glad she's playing for us. If you haven't seen her, you've got a daughter um, that plays or whatever, uh, you should definitely find your way to the Henderson Center and, and bring as many friends as you can because she's fun to watch. Tony Kemper, my guest. Uh, have fun. I know you're, uh, you're, you're on business trip now doing uh, work um, through uh, your favorite city, Cincinnati, right? You're, you're – st- you're, I mean, you can't tell me the details, but you're you're traveling to that area. My my second favorite I city am. after Huntington. You're so. Yep. yep, I like Cincinnati too. So just yeah, just a, not when they play the Chiefs. Good food. Well, yeah, I'm not a Bengals fan, but I don't have any problem with Cincinnati. And I I don't. Hey, they're fun to watch. I mean, it's uh, if you get beat what 38, 35, that's I can go down that way. It was good to watch. So. Um, I'm still pretty confident in our guy, too. I know you guys like Joe. Um, you know, our guy was over there wanting the ball back. So we, we needed to figure that out. That's I think all Chiefs fans just wanted him to have the ball again and, and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, I'll, I'm not going to lie to you. I was screaming at the uh, television a few times, uh, that last sequence. I, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Uh, that was interesting. I mean, the, the – to, to manage to run it all the way down, I, I don't think there's any way they really thought that they were going to get that done. Uh, but they did, and they got it done. So, so many penalties, man. Holy cow, you can't win a game when you get all those penalties. So. See, you're not the only Chiefs fan in my phone 
and I had to hear about that. Yeah, I'm trying to stay above. I'm trying to be like Coach Reed, you know, like Andy, and not say anything about the officiating. But, um, you know, sometimes when you tackle people and you're from the Midwest, they, they think it's rough. <laughs> Tony Kemper, my guess. I'm glad you're not a hockey fan because I would get it probably twice as hard. <laughs> I know you would. That one, I mean, it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. We had back-to-back penalties that were like, I thought this was football, you know? Anyway, you got us. It, I, like that, I like that you won the North. See you in the playoffs. Yeah, and won the North, and maybe maybe we'll see a rematch here. Maybe. Hey, it would be fun. That was a fun game to watch. And that was a fun game to watch. It would be in Kansas City if uh, everything works the, the way you want it. Yep, that's fine with me. Okay. That's fine with me. Um, I think we'll have to uh, – we'll, we'll hold this conversation until that happens. Have me back for the preview show. Oh, it's that's happening. Oh, it's happening. Trust me, it's yeah, happening. I can, do it. I can do a pretty deep dive. Okay. I really can. Okay. I can't so, wait for the Tony Kemper breakdown of the rematch between the Bengals and the Chiefs. That is coming uh, probably for the AFC Championship game. Maybe it depends on the seating here. I have to, I have to I see like a bracket. It. So yeah, I, I don't I'm want, there for it. I don't want to meet your your squad in like the game to get to the AFC Championship. I want the AFC Championship game between us. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. Yeah, because if, if, if I'm going to lose... I don't think I want to see you guys that early either, quite frankly. No, I no, no. I, I don't want to see the Chiefs again until the AFC Championship game. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Okay. Uh, safe Got travels. A good ring to it. Yeah, I like it. I like Thank it. Thank you, sir. Safe travels, my friend. Uh, take care. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. See you. Tony Kemper, head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, a Kansas City Chiefs fan. I'll say this. Um, it was uh, it was fun to get the text on Sunday from Coach. Quick timeout. We'll continue on today's edition of the Drive, ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. This is the Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Phone line this hour. Brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw Hard Seltzer is made pure. Our text line also this hour is open 304-523-2275. That number once again is 304-523-2275. If you missed my interview just a few minutes ago with Tony Kemper, you're joining the program late. We'll have that posted on our podcast a little bit later on. And if you don't get a chance to maybe listen to the show on a regular basis, there's a great option for you. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, also on Stitcher Radio. It's wherever you get your podcast, you're going to be able to find it. Also on Facebook, we have a page, The Drive with Paul Swan. If you have Facebook capabilities on your phone, you can join the page and it's delivered to the phone app as well. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's something new that we've been doing. You can get the show there. It'll It's for mobile right now only, but you can still – you're going to be on Facebook anyway. If you're going to be on Facebook on your phone, why not? Follow the show page. Then you can listen to the show while you do other things in Facebook. It's really convenient. You don't have to go anywhere. You can stay in Facebook. You can scroll, listen to the show. It's perfect way to do it. And, of course – don't forget, 
if you maybe on Apple Podcasts you follow, if you become a follower, it'll come to you. You don't have to go get it. It will come to you. So anyone who would do that for me, I would appreciate that. We appreciate everyone who uh, listens, no matter how you listen. And, of course, again, uh, the text line is always great, 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. Good catching up with Coach Kemper about the Marshall women. The Marshall men, they have got to get things back in order as well. We'll be definitely checking in with them here in the next few days as far as to see where the squad is. Four straight. I think you look at what happened after the break. You lose to Toledo, and you think, okay, you got to get in a situation here now where you've got a few days off. You can come back. You can collect yourself. Maybe find what you've lost, and you come out and you lose to Louisiana Tech. I mean, sure. You're on the road. I get that. Road games are hard. Games are hard, period. Road games are hard. But you go to Louisiana Tech, you lose that game 79-56. to It wasn't that big of a crowd. 2,778 was what they reported. You know sometimes those numbers are a little inflated. There are always tickets out, tickets sold. So you know, maybe it was under 3,000 of the crowd. Maybe you, you, you really don't know unless you start counting heads. But, I mean, that's not really a hostile environment. Going into Indiana in front of 12,000-plus, that's an environment. Playing at Louisiana Tech in front of 2,778, not that much of an environment there. We'll see what happens. They've got some time. Hopefully, can get it turned around. I mean, it's one conference loss. That's the, that's the takeaway for me. You're 7-7 right now. One conference loss. You can bounce back from that one. You're having struggles on the road. And really, that's where most of the problem's been. It's been the road. You're 1-5 and five on the road. Sure, you lost to Indiana. You lost to Akron. You lost to Ohio. You lost at Toledo. You lost at Louisiana Tech. I think the road woes hopefully will get better. You want the road woes to get better. they got to win on the road. Home, you're not that bad, 6-2. and two. That Campbell game, you like to have that one back. You like to have that one back for sure. And the game against you and I, you like to have that one back. That was going to be a tough game. I thought that would be a tough game. But at the same time, Marshall is still putting up almost 77 points a game. Now, Marshall's giving up almost 76 a contest, so there's part of your problem there. Play a little more defense. Maybe find your shot again. Find some chemistry out there. Whatever will happen. Uh, Again, one conference loss. Uh, I'm not going to hit the panic button just yet. However, there is some concern, and there should be concern. There definitely should be concern. All right, we're going to take our final break. We'll come back and we will wrap this up on today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 in AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. 
brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Today's final segment, text line is still open, however, 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. You can also find me on Twitter. If you like social media, that's a place to be, at Paul Swan. And, of course, we're on Facebook as well, The Drive with Paul Swan. It's been good so far. Yesterday, getting back in the swing of things at the Union. Today, getting back here in the studio with Tony Kemper. Getting closer to basketball starting back up again for the Thundering Herd here. Hopefully we can see the Thundering Herd rebound after a tough start to conference play, losing at Louisiana Tech. You've got fans coming back to the Henderson Center, so that should be helpful at least. That's one thing to keep in mind. You know, Marshall's going to play in conference now at home. Maybe that's going to be the spark for them. I thought the Toledo boss would – put this team in more of a mindset that, okay, can't have that happen again. And then you you lose at Louisiana Tech. So I think it's still a little bit more of a work in progress right now for the men. However, again, you're 6-2 and at home, so you can get healthy at home. You are struggling on the road. You lost one game in conference. It's not dire just yet, however – Yes, I, I get the concern right now. I do understand it. I, I'm with you there. Yeah, You hope that you can see uh, a little bit more production. Your your top three scorers are Tavion, Obina, and Andrew Taylor. I mean, Tavion's a little shy of 20. Obina is a little bit more than 13. And Andrew Taylor is almost right at 13 a contest. And then Darius George gives you a little over eight. After that, it drops off a little bit. And you hope that someone else will pick it up. That's what you're hoping. You're hoping someone else can come in and pick it up. You need more points from Tavion, sure. You need more from Andrew, sure. I think what you're getting from Obina is really nice. But you need to see a little bit more production from Darius. I mean, he's getting the minutes. I mean, Tavion's getting a lion's share of the minutes. He is averaging almost 38 a contest out there. He's uh, right, like 37-1 right now. Obina is almost at 27 minutes, and Andrew's right at 34. So, you know, those guys are getting the minutes. Yeah, do you do you rotate a few more in to try to maybe figure out this chemistry issue? What do you do? Uh, we're going to hear from Dan here in a few days, so he'll have his weekly media availability. Uh, we'll get uh, hopefully some uh, insight from him here in the next few days as far as what the rest of the week looks like. And that's, of course, Coming up later this week, I I think we're going to see what this team is made of after the loss against Toledo and now the Louisiana Tech loss. I think we're going to see what this team truly is made of because after that game, there has got to be a moment where this team responds. At some point, this team is going to have to respond, and I'm hoping it's going to be this weekend. I'm hoping it's going to be here in the next few days. Yeah, Somewhere it just clicks for them, and they respond. That's what I'm hoping that these two last losses really meant. And honestly, I mean, the last four, sometimes teams get in a slump, but you lose at Ohio, 
that's a tough one to swallow. You lose at home, okay, and then you lose at Toledo. You get several days off to maybe put yourself back in a winning frame of mind. You get some time off, and you lose a tough one against Louisiana Tech. So I'm hoping there's a moment here where we see this team turn it around. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you being here with me. We're uh, getting back into the swing of things here all this week. And don't forget, anytime you can find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. You can always text the program 304-523-2275. Thanks to Tony Kemper, head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, for joining me today to talk about his squad's upcoming matchup against FAU. Back tomorrow. Do it all over again on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.